Hello and welcome to the Auto Trader Podcast. My name is Wandile Sishi. And I'm George Mini. And we have a really interesting show for you guys today. Um, but before we get into that, <laughs> let's talk about the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, George. Oh did you watch word. the race? Yes, I did. I've been waiting for this day. Oh. Oh. And what are your thoughts? Because well, I'm glad, I lots, Ma- I'm, I glad I, I, I'm glad that Max beat uh, um, Charles. Um, no. Oh, my um, okay. I'm glad that Max beat Hamilton. Yeah. How was that? How was that fake getting out of the car back sourced? No, his back is actually that. That car is like the rack. Show me the X-rays. That car is like the rack. Never, yes. never. Why is it that he's you the only car? Me, you, you can tell me it's age. Yeah. Why <laughs> is it that George Russell didn't get out the car limping around? Because he's a spring chicken. He's oh a spring chicken, word. and Hamilton has been carrying uh. Mercedes on his back for for years. And he's, it's, you know, Mercedes has been carrying him on their back. I, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. But let's talk about Ferrari because I think oh, no, it's, not be, it's not being said enough. And I think no. it's, it's time that I actually put you on the spot, on the spot and roast you for, <laughs> for your team. No way. I was <laughs> like, you know, when, uh, when science's engine stopped, you heard that like crunching sound yes. as he went down that escape road. Yeah. I was like, Oh my goodness. And my first thought was, where's Charles? Charles Leclerc, is yeah. this a is this a like and, team yeah. problem? Like, mm-hmm. is bo- are both cars going to go here? And true as flipping hell, yeah. the next minute um, Charles Leclerc was uh, down that straight, and uh, you started to see the smoke. Let's talk about the first the the last five uh, races that we're at. Imola, he qualifies second, finishes P six. Miami qualifies first, finishes P two. Spain qualifies first. DNF. Monaco Q1 finishes fourth. And now I qualified first in, in DNF. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got to take the, if you want, if you want to judge Leclerc as yeah. a driver, you've got to take the DNFs out because it's, it's an engine reliability problem, right? It's a team issue. So let's say out of the, I guess three, three out of five times where he actually did finish the race, he will, he failed to convert each time. So, still. so, so. My honest opinion, right? Yeah. He is still a little bit of a rookie. Sounds like an excuse. It is an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Such a big like, excuse. As I'm saying it, I'm like, he's going to tell me this is an excuse. This is a excuse. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. That's an excuse. He's, 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 a, he's a bit of a rookie. And at the moment, I think he's a, 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 a single lap yeah. um, phenomenon. Like he can put in a stonker, but he can't. Consistently yeah. do it, exactly. Um, you know, so so I think he needs to build that that stamina and momentum. I know. agree. Um, he has he has fifteen poles, whereas uh, Max has fourteen poles. Mm-hmm. But the difference is Max has twenty five wins. Yeah, Max and has twenty five wins. wins, and 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 I think it's Max cut his teeth in losing to Hamilton for, for a couple sure. of years. It's that experience. I think yes. he was working with the talisman, probably the greatest of all time. Let me let me just leave that there. Well, I mean, and he's, he's equal to really Schumacher, I suppose. For sure. And he's learned how to be a champion. Mm-hmm. And I can, you know, I've, I've always spoken badly about Max, but I can't deny that he's a fantastic driver. Well, he's become a fantastic driver. He yeah. wasn't always a fantastic driver. For he sure. took too many chances, crashed the car, uh, all that stuff. Um, you know, so, so, you know, a couple of years ago, if you, if you look at Leclerc, Leclerc can probably take a little bit more risk. Yeah, for sure. Uh, whereas Verstappen took those risks. He crashed into people, not on purpose, but he yeah. took the risks and took the car out. He made mistakes and he learned. He learned. Basically, yeah. 
Leclerc isn't isn't making those mistakes and maybe a bit cautious in the race itself, not cautious on the on the qualifying. Yeah, look, we're not even halfway through the season, so to be fair, a lot can still happen. But geez, you can just see a champion when when you see one. And I I just I, I think Verstappen's going to take it. Yeah, um, that's my. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that Leclerc does take it, but I think if I had to really be honest. Yeah. Myself, I think Verstappen's going to take it because he's going to be more consistent. I want to see Sergio give give Max a little bit of a challenge. I, I don't think, think he's he will. I think he's the only one who can, but I think the team has got you know their foot on his neck yeah. in terms of what's possible and what's not. I think I think uh, I think there are team orders there. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't think Perez is as as good as uh, Max for sure. But lovely race. Uh, it's my favorite track. So six different winners every single time. So but how's that straight? Oh long eh? almost 340 k I saw the cars going like 335 but it is race conditions um, but yeah I love that I just love everything about Baku but anyway so last week um, we spoke a little bit about the I-Pace and its brakes um, and well, let's let's just clarify you know we're using the I-Pace as a as, yeah. as a proxy yes for electric vehicles for electric vehicles yes um, but this 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 phenomenon I think is across all electric vehicles. I think it is, but we, you know, that's I can't confirm that. Yeah, um, so I, I would think it's across all electric vehicles. Yes, and that uh, and that the and that uh, brake pads would be more expensive. Maybe maybe a good question to answer For is, sure. is 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 how does the brake pads on every electric vehicle compare to each other and to the markets? Well, it's competitive into their peers segment peers. In, in, well, into the into the ICE version of them. Yes. So, you know, compare, I mean, you don't have an ICE vehicle in a Tesla, so you can't do that. Um, uh, uh, so compare, for instance, a Volvo, uh, plug-in, mm-hmm. uh, or should I say Volvo recharge? Um, the XC40 versus, um, it's, I guess it's ICE, it's, com- it's, it's ICE, ICE v- uh, variant. Yeah. Um, and see what the brake pad difference uh, in price is that would be a good exercise. That would be a direct comparison. Direct comparison, be yes. Because I mean, you don't get an I-Pace ICE vehicle for sure. But I suppose you do get the E pace and the, and the F pace, yeah. So you can compare a little bit. But for the sake of continuity, um, so the front. But the S- sorry, the SVR F pace is a very similar weight to the I pace. But I think it's just it's it's still not. And a very similar speed. I think we should still find something that's direct, like the the XC40. Yeah, the XC40 would be a good one, yeah, the Volvo. Definitely. Yeah. So I think for for next week, let's uh, <laughs> let's compare those two. It's kind of like a three part saga. Three parts, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. in this part, we get so to the bottom of the brake pads saga. <laughs> we'll definitely get there. So the front brake pads are about six thousand four hundred rand on the uh, on the I pace. Like, are you trying to scare me from taking my car I'm for service? To, I'm not trying to scare. I think it's important that people know. I'm looking at these numbers now. I'm thinking to myself, what? <laughs> for a compar- a comparative. I'm not touching the brake pad when I go home. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Just don't. Um, the GLE is about you know two thousand rand less than that, and the rear brake pads I think is where you see the real difference. You know, almost seven thousand rand for the I pace versus two uh, three thousand rand for the GLE. Now, have we found a, a, a difference in technology? So we haven't found it. Di- like I'm, we're still digging. We still don't really know what the reason is here. Well, we haven't found a technological difference. We haven't right? found a technological okay. difference. All we know is that they are more expensive. Maybe there is one. Maybe maybe one of the OEMs can tell us. For sure, is is the technology in an, in in the brake pad of an of an electric vehicle different to the technology in the brake pad of an ICE vehicle? It's I like, just don't see that there's a difference. I I don't think there is. Um, just based off the conversation that we had last week when we started this, it doesn't seem like there is. 
But, you know, it's just interesting to see these things, and I think a lot of people don't actually have that. But here's an interesting thing that I did find. Elon Musk said in a tweet, and I'm going to quote him verbatim, so there's no, like, you know. vast majority of vehicle motion return to the battery as the electric motors act like a generator in reverse. So that's the... Um, Region for braking. Correct. Mm. But the most important thing that he said in the tweet was brake pads on a Tesla literally never need to be replaced for the lifetime of the car. So... Yeah, there's a guy, there's a guy in, uh, in Europe somewhere. So it's either a Tesla or an iPad. I'm not sure. What, he just didn't use his brakes at all? He didn't replace his brakes for 200,000 kilometers. Wow. 200,000. they're still <laughs> like roadworthy. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't weigh down because you don't need to use them. Like I literally, if I, if I um, uh, anticipate stopping the car. You're just going to kind of, and you, that's, what, that's what people do. Right? I you're touch the brake in the last one to two meters of stopping that car. Yeah. Don't need to use the brake pad. Versus, uh, when's last did you drive a nice vehicle? Hmm. <laughs> Many moons ago. Good question. <laughs> but if you can still remember, do you remember uh, doing the same sort of practice when, when it comes to... Oh, yes. The last, time, yeah, the last time I drove an ICE vehicle was a, a Range Rover that Jaguar Land Rover Santon gave me to drive because my iPace was in for a service and then uh, and then it and then it and then somebody crashed into the back of me. Yeah. Into the into the, the Range vehicle. Rover, yeah. Jeez. That takes <laughs> what was the the outcome of that? Well, it wasn't my fault. I stopped at a traffic light and uh, it was okay. raining and uh, this dude couldn't stop and he went straight into the, I phoned the dealership up and I was like what did you say <laughs> well this was a problem because now it's my not, not only is it our customer <laughs> yeah. it's like now a loan vehicle um, <laughs> and and I was, I, was, I, was, I was on my way from there to the office yeah. and uh, and I stopped at this traffic light on the corner of Greyston and um, I think it was on the Greyston on the corner of Greyston and Catherine or something yeah and um and next minute I hear this like screeching Crunch. sound oh, okay. and I look in the rearview mirror and as I look in the rearview mirror, I see this little bantam bucky on the way into the back of the boot. So I took my foot off the brake yeah. um, and I, I wanted to pull forward through the traffic light, but there were cars crossing. Uh, and, uh, and this guy literally went underneath the Range you. Rover. It wasn't too much damage to the Range Rover because the... Um, a tow bar and stuff but uh, I felt bad I made a phone call to the dealer I was like so sorry um, this has just been an incident with your car. I like literally just drove yeah. four blocks out of the dealership yeah. and, uh, and and their car was crashed so uh, uh, you know fortunately it wasn't my fault somebody crashed in the back of it well yeah. on that note Elon believes that literally you'll never have to change it but uh, the question I was trying to ask was is your driving style very different in terms of the braking practicing EV versus uh, an ICE vehicle. Yes, it it can be right. It doesn't have to be. It can be okay. So there's, okay. I think there's three factors. One, how you set up regenerative braking because on these EVs you can set the regenerative braking in in all instances to heavy regenerative braking yeah. or not so heavy regenerative braking. iPace has got that. Okay, yeah. so regenerative braking is always there, but it's either light or heavy. Just okay. because of uh, people's driving style. Well, if you preference. how comfortable you you want it to okay. feel like in a traditional ICE vehicle, you can, right? Which is, would be the lights. So the light one on the I pace, yes. And then some EVs you can turn off regenerative braking entirely. Okay. Okay, which means the car just rolls. Yeah. Right. There's no reverse polarity on the on the motors. So the stronger the motor, then the better the regenerative. Well, the bigger the battery. Would it be? No, I don't think it matters. Most uh, of the motor. Yeah, I remember. Um, 
the so 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 electric vehicles have inverters. Mm. Okay. And the inverter inside the vehicle. So imagine an inverter like you have a solar system in your house. Mm-hmm. Okay. So electric vehicle has an inverter inside. The 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 the, the higher the capacity mm. to charge the batteries. Okay. The bigger the inverter needs to be. Okay. okay. Because it has to turn, to turn the voltage okay. in you know AC into DC and then charge the batteries. Okay. So um, um, so the iPace has what's called a single phase inverter. Okay. Maximum charge through that single phase inverter is seven point four kilowatts. Right. Okay. Seven point four kilowatts per hour. This is a uh, this is just kilowatts in terms of not the speed. No, 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 no. This is just the charging rate, okay. right? Seven point four kilowatts. If you plug it into the into the wall, um, so so the, the the limiting factor to charging a battery is the inverter, the onboard inverter. What's that got to do with braking though, and, and returns of braking? Well, you 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 said is the the, the bigger battery got more heavier uh, uh, region to braking effect? No. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, so not necessarily. The, the size of the battery's got very little to do with the region of the braking effect on the car. Understood. Um, Understood. So you could have a, a thirty kilowatt hour battery, and your g- region of braking is as aggressive mm. because it's still got to charge the battery at a certain rate. So, so the onboard inverter and the motors are going to dictate how hard the region of the braking is. Okay. So in a car that's let's say. The same size. Let's, let's use an i an iX, which is slightly bigger, versus an iPace. Do you think the rege- and you've driven both actually? So would the gen- would the regenerative braking be the same on both? In terms uh, of when I drive them, they're about the f- about the same. Yeah. Does mass have a thing to do with that though? And like the size of its motors essentially be the, the the key factor with regards to how much how much you can get away from not braking essentially or using the actual brake. Um, I, I reckon the the motor itself, the electric motor itself, and the inverter are the two factors. Okay. And then, so so for instance, in my iPace, yeah. if I charge like a, a, a when I drove drove here this morning, mm. my car was charged to one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when I when when you drive it at a hundred percent until it gets to about ninety five, the car turns the region into braking off mm. because it doesn't want to overcharge the battery. Mm. Okay. So then the car coasts. Mm. Until it gets to about ninety five, and then the regenerative braking starts Excellent. again. Um, um, but I didn't find a major difference between the iPace's regenerative braking and the BMW iX's regenerative braking. Okay. Well, we're gonna obviously this will be t- to be continued. We'll we'll do a little bit more of comparative um, check to see on the Volvo. If, yeah. On the Volvo's, yes, idea. I think will be a great indicator of conclusively, you know, what's the what's the result of of this question. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll we'll find we'll find the answer. I promise. Moving on, so um, I'm going to start the before I go into the next bit. I want I want to tell you a story about when I had to go take my car for repairs, and Did you crash I, it again. <laughs> no, it was just a, a re- what do you mean again? <laughs> you like, drive like for crashing? <laughs> Didn't you reverse into something? It was one time. It was one time. <laughs> no, I was like that's just who I am now. I just crash. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it was just a routine. Were you the guy that crashed in the back it, of me? It was. <laughs> Oh jeez, I yeah no that's that's so hurtful. I'm gonna forget you said that. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go for a, a normal maintenance. Oh, that's <laughs> not a repair. normal service. Okay, it's normal service. Um, but I went one week, and essentially the day when I was supposed to go take my car, I couldn't. Um, and then I went back like two weeks later, or whatever, and I asked them to do a, an additional course because I wanted to add 
something to the service. So, oh, so this was a quote for service. A quote for service. Okay, mm. okay, not not repairs. Not repairs. Okay, um, just normal routine maintenance. But what, what were they replacing? Um, I think I was changing my brakes, <laughs> ironically, um, and just yeah, I can't remember. Was it like a general general maintenance? General maintenance. Okay. Yeah, nothing nothing crazy. But then my quote was completely different the second time around, and. Ironically, it was brakes again. It was, um. Was the difference in the brakes? The difference was in the, the brakes were now like 2,000 rand more expensive. So I called them and, and luckily it was digital. Was this a dealership or? It wasn't a dealership. It was, um. Repair center. One of these repair centers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Franchise one. Pretty well known. Um. And I was like, what's going on, guys? Why is, why is the. Quite more. Well, yeah. You know. On brakes. <laughs> on my brakes. Why is it more expensive? And they, they're like, no, no, no. It's, you know, they, they can't, they try to brush me off essentially. And I was like, no. Please send me the second one again. I want to read them both side by side. And I read them and there was nothing. The line items were exactly the same. Just the price difference. The price difference. So I sent them back the, the old one because they had changed stuff. So they didn't have the, the original one that I had. Two hours later, they come back to me and tell me that, no, it was the basically the brand of brakes that they were going to use on my car. The first time was a lot cheaper. But it was approved by um, the OEM, by BMW essentially. Both of them are approved. So I was like, no, just use the... Did you ask them what the two brands were? I know what the one's currently in, in my vehicle. I'm, I'm not sure what the Ferodo? one was. It was Ferodo. The second one? The, the No, the first one. The first one was Ferodo. The cheaper one was Ferodo. Yes. Ferodo's a, Ferodo's a good quality exactly. brake pad. Exactly. That's what I thought because yeah. I, I went and did reviews and stuff. And was, What's the second brake pad that they put in there? I don't know. I, I didn't care. I was like, I want the first quotes one. I don't I don't care about the... the oh, so you got Ferodo's in now? Yes. Okay. But, you know, it, it kind of... You know, I think this is something that a lot of people have to experience when they're going to. You don't really know what they're doing to your car ultimately. Well, I, I mean, I I initially thought that they fudged it, but the, changing the brand of the brake pad, I suppose, is it makes a sense. big deal. You know, yeah. it's going to change the price of the. It makes uh, sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, it makes absolute sense. Yeah. And, you know, and, and bear in mind, cheaper brake pads. Mm-hmm. Okay, now Ferrado is a good brand, so you know, you, you I think you did the right thing. But yeah. cheaper brake pads cause a couple of problems one um can cause glazing mm-hmm. um two the thing that people hate have you ever heard that squeaky, squeaky brakes? brakes yeah it's cheap brake pads yeah usually that's the case yeah yeah squeaky brakes yeah but you know if you can stop my car i think i can i can survive paying two grand less yeah yeah I, I don't know the material you know, i would I, you, acceleration stopping is more important for sure for sure but squeakiness is not going to make my car <laughs> like stop well, uh, slower. Yeah, I suppose. You know, <laughs> you could overheat the brakes. For sure. But anyway, they gave me, uh, you know, that's when I, I decided to do some research into this. And I found out that last week alone, there was a recent confiscation of, it was five, man, five million rands worth of, of fake counterfeit, counterfeit parts that were flooding the market essentially. When you say fake counterfeit, you, you mean they were posing as the original? Yes, um, down to so like Nike fake exactly, Nike shoes. Ex- that's actually the the perfect example. Exactly. Imagine fakeies, fakeies, <laughs> but like it's it says Ferrodo for instance, but it's completely it's not. It says that it's the same box. That's and everything, scary. But it's not. Yeah. So and you, were they are they being sold through like reputable repair centers or? Um, it was it was at a warehouse, so they didn't you know. Oh, they did the the seize on the on the exactly, warehouse. Exactly. Yes, okay. but a month before that, there was an eighty million rand worth of. Of the same thing, essentially, eighty million rand worth of illegal counterfeit parts, and this included all car parts, all car parts. But um, specifically here, it was. Let me just tell you exactly what it was. 
It was brake shoes, headlamps, globes, foam tire cleaners, infant car seats, and yeah, pr- pretty much. So it's a- across the board of fake goods that people essentially could have been buying. Um, so essentially, yeah, well, this, I mean, all the safety elements. It's like, wow. Yeah, it's it's cause for concern. Um, so and, and you know, essentially, I think it, the, the the big problem is people don't actually do the research and find out. Hey, is this actually? Uh, like an authentic part that that's being put in my vehicle. Well, I mean, is anybody going to say no if they don't know? So no, they let's won't. say let's say let's say a repair center buys a part that is fake, right? Inadvertently, not knowingly. Yeah. You know, otherwise you're part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, and you phone them up and say, "Is this a real part?" What are they going to say? They're going to say yes. But that's the thing. I think this is not a scenario where you're going to like a reputable sort of. Do you think the reputable places have checks and balances? For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So there was a little bit of, of research done into this, and I think it was the, it's called TEPA, Tire Equipment and Parts Association, did, did kind of some digging into this, and essentially that's what it is. You know, the only way for you to really know is to make sure that you do go to an accredited outlet, mm, mm. whereas a lot of people don't do that, and unfortunately that's where they get. It's because, kind of you know, the, uh, everybody's trying to put a squeeze on their expenses, hey? And yeah. then uh, the unscrupulous individuals try and capitalize. Have you ever had a scenario where you were like, hmm, don't know about this quote. It seems a bit... Uh, yeah, a bit only much. when it comes to panel beaters. Yeah. I haven't had too many panel beater incidents, but uh, but when it comes to panel beaters, um, you know, uh, like get two or three quotes. For sure. For sure. But the message here really is make sure that you do go to an accredited outlet because... These parts are out there. These, um, we're only speaking about a, a story where they were caught. But the scenario is where they're not caught. And you don't want to have parts that are not checked mm. and approved on your car because it's, it's the difference, really. Exactly. Okay. And um, moving on. So we've kind of spoken about this before, which was the – I guess our cars in South Africa are expensive. We did a story a while Well, ago. relative, right? Relative. And, and, and I, think, I think we need to do a show on is fuel expensive. Relative, relative to the, rest, to the of the rest of the world, right now at twenty four rand. Yeah, um, you know, so 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 this is very very relevant. Yeah, but I think in the future we need to do a show that uh, uh, that that compares fuel prices mm. around the world because I know that the US has just hit five or six dollars mm-hmm. per gallon. Mm. Okay, which, which is, is, a, a which is the highest in like twenty or thirty years. <laughs> um, uh, whereas, uh, okay, so 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 car pricing are we more expensive? So are we more expensive? I'm not going into the detail, but essentially, I'm going to do a top 10 list of, you know, the most expensive to the least expensive countries to buy one car. So an independent study was done by the Telegraph in the UK, and they basically took one vehicle, and they went around the world to see how much you would be paying if you bought this car. And, you know, but like, what's the difference? And, the, you know, they, they kind of took things into consideration, like inflation and tax and yada, 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 all the little details and, you know, when you're buying a car. Um, so I'm going to let you guess. What's the top three most expensive countries to buy a car? Top three most expensive countries. Yeah. I'll give you the top ten, but, you know, what, what do you think is like in the... I, w- I, would, say, I would say it's probably quite expensive uh, in first world countries like the UK and the US. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you always know. Um, so USA is definitely number one. Um, and I'm, I think the car they used here was a VW Black Polo. Okay. Um, so in the US, and I'm not sure, please do not quote me on that, but it's basically it's one car and it was an entry level car, essentially. Um, so in the USA, this vehicle that they used was 412,000 Rand. 
Um, in second place was UK. Venezuela was third. Japan fourth. Germany fifth. The same car. The same car. The UAE was sixth. Brazil uh, seventh. Australia eighth. Russia ninth. And South Africa was tenth. So, so same car. What did it cost in South Africa? The, the, so in the USA, it was 412,000 rand. In South Africa, 187,000 rand. So, you know, there's a lot of people who are complaining. Four that times cost. cheaper. Four times cheaper, yeah. How is it impossible? Well, there's, there's, there's various, you know, there's economics involved with exactly the reason. But are cars more expensive in South Africa? A lot of people are complaining about it. I don't think they are based on this one research. Um, so, yeah. Except for, electric, except for electric cars. Except for electric cars. Yes, I forgot to point that out. I think it depends on the segment. Uh, definitely depends on the segment. That's pretty much all we have for all the all the time we have for for today. I, I can't wait for the next race and the next show. <laughs> What's the where's the next race? Next race is Canada this weekend. So I'll see you there. Cheers. <laughs>